りつける重たい定めの石にまるで押しつぶされてどこにも逃げられないひたすらあがきながらだけど諦めないがれきの底に Hello and welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Rewatch,、uh, episode 5.8 for、uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Vento Oreo. I'm your host, Dustin, and with me today is Luke.、Uh, hi. Tiberius. Good morning. Hey, Ty. <laughs> it's, it's the morning, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben. Yo. I, I just realized as I was saying that title that I say Vento Oreo like like Oreos. Yeah, I don't think it's Vento Oreo. <laughs> yeah, I think probably it's Vento not. Oreo. But then again, I, I'm neither Italian nor Japanese.、So. I, I, I kind of want it to be Oreos, though. Yeah. Golden、uh, Oreo. I mean, they sell. No, I guess it's Wind Oreos. Never mind. Say, okay, so the thing is, is Oreo. The word for gold or yeah, wind? Yeah, it's gold. No, okay, Vento, so, gold, like AU is the element for gold. Okay, the, okay yeah, that Vento, makes sense. Vento、so、means I'm wind. I'm basically calling it like Oreo wind. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Oh, oh, a wind that brings Oreos. Yeah. Come on, Dustin, you play Kingdom Hearts. You know that Ventus is wind. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> Fuck. Ah. <laughs> Ventus Terra Aqua. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, did you、All、just、right. realize that? I I didn't I didn't make the connection with Ventus. What? <laughs> okay. I mean, well, here's I probably did at one point, but then forgot about it, so、All、I didn't right, think Vento.、Fair. Oh yeah. Sure.、Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> No, let, yeah, let's definitely make this a Kingdom Hearts podcast, Luke. I mean, given the episode we gotta discuss right now, like, that's fine might, for now. Well, it might be preferable. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's start with episode 17 that introduces Babyface, I think. Yep. Babyface. Yeah, or as this episode calls it, Babyhead.、Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, I, it has been、uh, a real weight on my heart for the past week since watching this episode for the first time. I feel like the last episode of this show, I really talked up, like, oh man, it's gonna be so wacky when you see how Babyface works. It's not, not really. I, I had forgotten some of the troubling imagery this show uses. In my head, it was a lot、uh, more benign, like he steals a strand of hair or something、oh. after having that conversation. But yeah, no, no, it's, mm, mm, it's really bad. Yeah, I, I kind of remember、this、you trying、strange. to warn us, like, okay, this next episode is going to be some stuff. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I was not expecting. <laughs> I was not expecting、yeah. what I got. <laughs> right, see, but like, I, I was like, oh man, this next episode, it's going to be some stuff. Like, just, oh man, more wacky JoJo hijinks. Because <laughs> I forgot that it very explicitly, you know, suggests not, that. Not impregnation fanfic. No, like it, it. This Stan sexually assaults a woman, and it sucks. Yeah. yeah. In the cold open, yeah. And it like goes from sexual assault to like, ba ba ba. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, just do on that while the cold open, while the opening plays. Great. Right. Babyhead. Baby well, babyface is easily one of. The the stands with the most setup time and also just the most questionable in terms of how it works.、Um, so, like, in order to, like, Babyface itself is like a, a computer, or at least, like, the originating、yeah. point of it is a computer that this guy, I can't remember his name,、uh, Melonet. Melanie, right?、Uh, he has to stick、um, DNA of some sort, in this case,、uh, Bugratti's blood, 
right. into it to serve right. as like a base. And then apparently he has to like meet a woman and ask her questions to determine her eligibility to make a weird baby. Right. He basically can impregnate uh, any woman with uh, the baby face embryo. But, like, he has to make sure that it's a good candidate that'll produce a strong monster. So he finds a very mean woman who tries to slap him, and he's like, oh, that's a very strong slap. You're going to be a great mom. Yeah, and mean in this case is just, like, someone who resists sexual assault. Well, she's kind of cranky at first, but then, yeah, very quickly, uh, you get on her side. (laughs) Because Melanie is disgusting, and I hate him, and I wish he wasn't in the show. Well... Yes, I'm so glad they kill him off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's really disgusting and asks her like a bunch of questions. Like this weird bit where this just weirdo breaks in here and like surveys her would be yeah. fun without the implication of sexual assault. Yeah, like you could. You could maybe make the argument that something different is happening, but the final screen he shows her is like, choose choose your preferred Kama Sutra position. Yeah. Well, even that aside, the final shot of this scene is her like running to the window and a hand like smashing the like smacking up against the glass and cracking it next to her head. Like it is not yeah. subtle about what it is implying. Yeah. And then it cuts to a loading bar that says conception complete. This is conception complete. complete. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, uh, they, it's real they weird. Don't, they don't want you to be confused about what Melonet is doing to this woman. Yeah, I don't... Oh man, it, it sucks because the way this stand actually ends up working once it's born is actually kind of cool. I, if, if it just started from, like, after the cold open, I would think, oh, great episode. Yeah, that's the... Yeah. But that cold open really casts a shadow on this one in a way that, like, if I don't think about it, I like it a lot. And then when I think about it, I'm like, oh, fuck this episode. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we, we sort of move on from that really bad opening to, you know, the gang, you know, chilling out in the turtle. Uh, the turtle has now moved on to a, uh, just hitching a ride in a semi-truck. Yeah. Uh, because the train is now out of commission due to the murder. Right. Um, and everyone's just kind of tense. Understandably. Yeah, they did nearly die, all yeah. of them. Uh, and uh, there is a... And, and Giorno um, thinks to himself, like, alright, I'd, I'd really like to figure out what Trisha's power is so I could maybe figure out what's up with the boss. But again, right. like as we've been over before... Given how completely random Stan Powers is, I'm not sure that would help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess there is a little bit of a familial thing where, like, Jotaro and Dio have the same stand, and, like, Jonathan and Joseph have the same stand, but no, not really. Yeah. Uh, And then we're interrupted by one of the bullet gremlins crying to Mista, number five, saying, like, hey, tell gremlins two and three to share the burger with me. This is like... We don't have burgers. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right? And and it turns out they just... Because at the first shot, we see that the truck driver has a burger sitting next to him. And it turns out the gremlins just stole a burger. Yeah. Oh, those little scamps. Just what what a total shift to go from that cold open to hamburglary. Yeah. Yeah, and like that causes the truck driver to look around going like, huh, that's weird. And then he notices the turtle. Right. Huh, there's been a turtle like, in my side in my passenger side the whole time. Yeah, and there's a key inside the turtle. That's strange. And then a big old fist comes out of the turtle <laughs> shell and punches him out. Yeah, which seems like really early to make that move. You'd think he'd wait until he was sure what the truck driver was gonna do, because like Well, it's been a long day, he panicked. Because, like, if, if I was that truck driver, I'd just be like, oh, cool, there's a turtle here. Oh, I just, cool. I guess I'll just, like... I guess the uh, turtle ate my burger. Got a little buddy yeah, now. I'll just let him... I'll just let him stay here till my next stop, and then I'll let him run free in the wild, like turtles are meant to do. Right. But instead, Mista just assumes the worst and immediately punches the truck driver out. 
which yeah. is kind of a dumb move, when considering that the truck is moving. Right. Yeah, which which they find out in a bit where everybody else is like, huh, that's weird. We just felt the truck stop very suddenly. This is like, yeah, I wonder that is why weird. that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, strange. I who knows how that could have happened. Yeah. Uh, so it cuts back to the woman from the beginning. Uh, she sees the cracked glass and realizes like she wasn't dreaming. She checks herself to see if she was raped. <sighs> yeah, it's like, huh, okay, well, I don't notice anything, so apparently right. nothing happened. But no, there's there's a weird baby clinging on the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and apparently how Babyface works is that at the start, much like a real baby, uh, he doesn't know anything about the world or right. But he's already concepts. like intelligent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's uh, just like, and also all of his thoughts get like transmitted to the Babyface computer. Yeah, so that way, like Melone can sort of like reply to his questions and like te- teach him things. Right, uh, and so like he's he's learning all various things about like what does kill mean? <laughs> right. He shows him like uh, a storybook with a bunch of animals in it. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is Mr. Tiger. This is Mr. Zebra. Mr. Tiger fucking kills Mr. Zebra. <laughs> I feel yeah. like making boop uh, Bruno the zebra because he wears a zebra yeah. stripe Chris all the time. Right, right. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Uh, and then he shows him like a bunch of sports equipment. Is like, here's a baseball bat. Here's what you do to people with a baseball bat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, these guys. Yeah, kill these guys. It's like kill, kill all these people, please. Babyface right. um, has to pee, and Melanie is just like, well, okay, pee then, and pees all over this woman because she hasn't gone through enough already. Yeah, it's weird that a stand needs to pee. Also, that is weird. Yes! Also, this is the se- this is the second time that piss has come up in this series. I'm thinking that maybe the wind isn't the only thing that's golden. About <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Thinking, I mean, I'm listen, thinking maybe maybe Iraqi got into some stuff. Listen, I'm going through Stardust Crusaders with my girlfriend who's seeing it for the first time. You know, he's uh, he's been into some stuff. <laughs> I was about to say I, this can't be the first time pee has come up in the. No, JoJo there's a bit series. in Stardust Crusaders where like a, a, the stand user is hiding underground or using an air tube to breathe, and they get him by peeing in his air hole. Yep. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's the judgment user. God. All right. Yeah, I guess this is just a pattern that wasn't. They force like, feed an infant no, child its own poop. Listen. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that Stardust Crusaders grosses me out a lot. Uh, I suspect. I suspect the real. I suspect the real. Uh, like the real. Uh, like origin behind this is that is that <clears throat> at the moment when Iraqi's drawing all this shit out, he has to go yeah. to the bathroom. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, cause there are times, you know, it's like my publisher won't let me piss, right? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's 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 just like those times when you're having like, uh, you know, where you're having nightmares where you can't find a place to go, and you wake up right. and it's like, oh crap, I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, right. so you know those nightmares where you have to pee on the back of a lady's neck. You don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. We, we but, all know uh, Baby, yeah. <laughs> Babyface starts to complain that he's hungry, and Melanie's like, wait, no, hold on. You haven't learned enough yet. We can't. No. But uh, Babyface doesn't listen, and he turns uh, the woman into Minecraft and eats her. Yeah, <laughs> just into cubes. Yeah, he just uh, he, he gets out his slap chop, turns her into just a <laughs> big pile of cubes. <laughs> it reminds me of that, like, uh, one... Uh, laser room sequence from Resident Evil. Yes, one hundred percent. She gets walked. Yeah, or, or the bottom filament wire, wire from what the cube? I think oh, it was. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. Listen, people get turned into cubes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a lot of good cubing scenes in horror movies. Turns out, right? Uh, and then Babyface <laughs> steals Melanie's motorcycle and goes off to get Butcherati. And he's like, "Well, this isn't." ideal but i guess if you really want to murder them like that is what sure go for it 
Yeah, and uh, so then we cut back to the gang, and they're stealing a vehicle. And Giorno's like, all right, look, we have to cover our tracks, though, and make it hard to find. So what we'll do, what I'll do is I'll punch a bunch of vehicles to break them into pieces and then turn those pieces into frogs. <laughs> yeah. So, so that way, if there's a bunch of missing vehicles turning up in parts in different locations, they won't be sure which one we took. There's a great tweet when this episode hit. It was just someone's like, like, Giorno, if cars are frogs, then we'll never get caught. Bakio just, like, <laughs> staring at him. Actually, that was a solid plan. Yeah. No, it is. I gotta give it to I gotta give it to him for that. Right, yeah. His point is just, like, if you steal one car, well, now you're, you know, being hunted. If you steal a hundred cars, well, that's too much work. They'll never catch you. Jordan's power is kind of complete bullshit, but... Oh, 100%. And it only gets more bullshit. (laughs) He uses it in some great unexpected ways. It's like, hmm, what if we turn this this parking lot into a bunch of frogs? Okay, cool. (laughs) I just just want to turn things into frogs, okay? Right. Uh, So, Trish... Speaking of piss... (laughs) Yeah. So, so you can need to go, like... So Trish is like, okay, well, I can't show myself because that would be too dangerous. So I have to stay in this turtle to be safe. Right. But also, I need to go, and this turtle and this turtle doesn't have a bathroom equipped in it, which honestly seems like a pretty big oversight on part of the stand designer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait a and minute. Bruno's like, <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah and, no, hold on. I mean, listen, the the turtle was pierced by the bow and arrow. It passed. Uh... Passed the test with the lighter. It got its stand. It doesn't have any say over, you know. Also, yeah, yeah I guess that's thing true. as a stand designer. You can't, <laughs> you can't go to this turtle and be like, oh, you fucked up your stand. They didn't get the property brothers into this turtle <laughs> to figure out how to put it together. <laughs> Gotta fix and flip this turtle. <laughs> uh, please don't flip turtles. They can't get back up. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Bruno's like, hmm, yes, I see, you have a point. And he just unzips part of the, the floor of the closet and is like, look, you can go in here. Uh, and yeah. he's like, I, look, I don't know where this zipper goes, but it'll, right. probably, oh. but it'll probably be fine. It may even provide the turtle with nutrients. Right, we'll just poop right in the turtle's tummy and it'll be good for it. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Might just give the turtle sepsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna kill Coco Jumbo, and I'll hate you for it. What happened to Coco Jumbo? Uh, yeah, someone thought it would be cool to take a shit in this turtle's bloodstream. Yeah, <laughs> fearless leader. Yeah, I appreciate how in the very next scene, like as Jorno is talking to the turtle, the turtle's eyes are very wide. <laughs> Much wider yeah. than normal. Yeah, the turtle's like, not okay with what's being discussed yeah, inside yeah. of it. Like, the turtle is very concerned about what is happening. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it sucks to think that this turtle is aware of everything that's going on inside of it. <laughs> now I'm upset. Well, I mean, I figure if it's a stand user, it's got to be sapient, right? Because the orangutan was. Yeah. That would... So well, it, it was, was a pro- rat, though? Uh, I mean, it was it was sapient enough to come up with plans. It was like, sapient enough than... to man a gun to try and murder Jotaro with. I yeah, guess. so like at, at the very least, more than a normal rat is. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, it stands to reason that the turtle also was granted a, a sapience above the normal amount that a turtle could have. So the turtle probably is aware of what's happening. Yeah, and does not like it one bit. Yeah, no. no. Please don't shit in me. Please do not. <laughs> please, please stop me putting me in danger of being murdered by yeah. enemy stands. Literally like, three hours ago, a man tried to smash me into the ground. I'm just a simple moving apartment. <laughs> I don't uh, deserve this. Jorno notices the motorcycle and starts to get concerned that someone might be here. Yeah, it's like and, that's uh, weird. I didn't see that motorcycle before. And Bruno suddenly realizes that Trish has just vanished from the from Mr. President. Yeah, and then he see Tr- sees Trish's arm just like slowly being dragged away behind a couch. Yeah, like it, yeah, into the into like a cabinet. Right. So he opens up the cabinet and then he gets cubed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bruno also gets cubed. 
And that's where Giorno's like, huh, that's weird. I'm not receiving a response from anyone inside the turtle. He's like, oh, there's no one inside the turtle. What the hell? Uh, and then he starts getting cubed. Yeah. Uh, which I, I think the first thing that happens is he tries to shout out for help and uh, oh, Babyface, yeah. being extremely intelligent, is like, okay, well, we can't have him screaming for help, so let's let's take a chunk out of his throat. Ugh. Right. Ooh. It sucks. Oh. Just a cube. Here's the cube. Right at, yeah. Ugh. I'm surprised that you're so affected by this, Luke, because if I recall correctly from your RPGs, you love to mutilate sleep people. <laughs> yeah, because I hate all of it, and I just want to pass on those bad feelings to others. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then, then he tries to disable Jorno some more by just taking a chunk out of his foot, too. Right, we're seeing um, also that the remaining members of the Hitman team are, like, converging on their location. Uh, the gesture guy, whose name I don't remember, is, like, working on something on a computer with some guy. And, uh, oh, the, yeah. the guy from the next episode is driving there. Yeah, and so, like... <laughs> God, he, he takes away, like, just a single eyeball, too. Mm-hmm. Which is almost worse than just taking out both. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, because we—he just looks like he's got like a bunch of nails in his hand. The hacker guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't want to help betray the boss because he knows what'll happen. And then, oh, yeah, yeah I, his, I forgot the nail sequence happens. Yes. Yeah. I was also referring to Jorno, <laughs> but I forgot about the nail sequence. Yeah. Right. Two people lose eyes. Two people lose eyes in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, the the jester dude is basically trying to make this guy figure out some file that the like he's doing some just hacking, and the guy doesn't want to hack, but he's being forced to hack on account of the nails in his hand. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a no win situation because he knows you know if he does the hack, then the boss is going to kill him, and if he doesn't do it, <laughs> the guy sitting right next to him is going to kill him. Right, that kind of sucks all around. Yeah. Sometimes being in the hey, surprisingly, sometimes being in the mafia ain't great. Yeah, yeah. It turns out. <laughs> very, very unsecure job. Um, yeah. So uh, we then move on to uh, Giorno, who's basically put a golden wind into uh, the area to you know seek out stuff. Gold experience. Please don't. Right, gold experience. Yes, please don't kowtow to the stupid liability (laughs) bullshit because I hate that. No, you're right. Gold gold experience. What's funny Uh, to me about those is that, like, okay, gold gold wind I get because, like, that one is just direct. And also, I think Prince had kind of a reputation for being pretty litigious. I don't know how his estate uh, handles that. But other ones are like. Like, babyface is just a term, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, wrestling uses that. Like, you're allowed to use the phrase babyface. Yeah, it's strange. Um, So, yeah, uh, anyway, so Jorno's throat gets taken, then his... Part of his foot gets taken, then one of his eyeballs gets taken. Yeah. Uh, And at that point, like, he's realizing that there's something... Inside there, that is attacking his stand most likely, and he's like, yeah. "Okay, I've got a way to I've got a way to figure this out." So he removes the key from the turtle, which forces all living things to be forcibly ejected from the key. Yes, uh, and the babyface immediately knows that this is a bad thing and uh, texts. Uh, Melone about it, and Melone is like, "Who gives a shit? You're 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 a stand. You're not living or or like an object. You, you don't you don't count." He's like, "Well, but you don't get it. I took his eyeball." And Melone is like, "Oh, right." And you, we need to be clear. You keep saying I took his eyeball, 
That'd be one thing. He carves a cube around his, like, eye socket and takes a whole cube of skin with the eyeball in it. Yes, okay, yes. He Minecrafts his eye. Oh, <laughs> right. Cool. Uh, and so because uh, he's taken, like, living things into himself, he too is pulled out of the turtle. Right. And so we just have this floating destroyed cabinet just coming out of a turtle. This is also one of the many fun uh, sequences in this series where time means nothing. Because remember, Giorno lost his, like, trachea. He cannot breathe right now. Yeah, they even... this is happening... Within the span of time between when he lost that first cube and when he would pass out for lack of air. Yeah. Well, maybe he's like David Blaine and can hold hold his breath for like 17 minutes or something. But he didn't like even didn't know it was coming to take a big gulp of air or anything. So he's like a better David Blaine. <laughs> I guess so. <clears throat> he's like Chris Angel. Maybe he's being blessed by his father and this is all happening within Dio's world of stop time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, precisely. It, well, it's 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 time dilation clearly because right. uh, he doesn't ha- he doesn't fully have Zawardo perfected. Yes, <laughs> he's just got he's got just got some passive abilities that let him slow it down. Right. Um, but yeah, so like Babyface just comes out and he like forms himself into like a weird bouncy almond. Yeah. Also, his teeth are weird. No, is that later? That's later. Right, That's yeah, we, have, yeah. we haven't seen it's like true form yet, but Jordo keeps trying to punch the almond. Uh, yeah, Ma- yeah, and Malaya's like, look, he can't breathe, he's missing a foot, it can't be that difficult to finish him off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Says a man who's clearly never fought a JoJo protagonist before. Right. Uh, but yeah, no matter how much he punches him, he just like scatters the pieces of himself around in the cube so that he can't get hurt. Yeah, Jordan was like trying to like pull himself up over this wall to like signal to everyone else that he's being murdered. Yeah, at one point, at one point, the the baby face just like shoots a weird sword laser at him. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, uh, and eventually, baby face gets another cube out of Jorno's throat, and it really seems like he's just dead. But you know, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, it's Jorno. Listen. <laughs> Mister got shot three times in the head last time, and he's fine. And he's fine. And no one's discussing that. He just seems to be—he's he's on guard duty. In fact, not only is he fine, there's not even any bullet holes in his helmet anymore. Uh, so Babyface looks, maybe like once, once, uh, once Babyface thinks thinks that Jorno is dead, he sort of reveals his true form, right? Uh, which. Gosh, he he really reminds me of. He honestly just looks like a, you know, the sort of like the second character you get in Persona games, who's just kind of a shithead, but yeah, like sure. a lovable one. I was gonna say he looks like a Persona you get in the second dungeon yeah. of a Persona yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh he's 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 a love he's a lovable scamp uh and he tries he he gets on a bicycle (laughs) well motorcycle and tries to drive away um but then Jordo comes up and is like hey i just realized that your power is the exact opposite of mine you can you turn living people into like inanimate objects and i turn inanimate objects into living things so i got the idea that I could just, you know, put my parts back in me. <laughs> so hey, you weird. know what? You convinced me. I think Minecraft might be kind of fun. Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to have my real eye back. I can just make myself another eye. Right, he reveals of... that he's got, he's made two flesh cubes to stick into his neck. And then he picks up just a rock off the ground and turns it into a new eye cube and shoves it into his head. Yeah, I can. I, I look. This is how I can heal myself. It's me. Hey, I'm just, I'm your Mr. Potato Jojo. It would appear yeah. that I've grown a little. I've become yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't need Crazy Diamond. I can just Golden Fries. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So uh, he. Uh, yeah, well he heals played. himself with just bits of fit, bits of bits and pieces he finds <laughs> lying around to turn into eyeballs, uh, and then he uh, tries to punch um, Babyface again. But Babyface is like, "Look, this isn't gonna work. I can just 
uh, you know, cube myself. But then he's like, oh, you weren't the target, though. My target was the motorcycle, which I then had roots grow out of. Right. And now you can't get away, because the roots are getting into you. Yeah, and Babyface starts freaking out, and Melanie is just like, no, Babyface, be calm. No. <laughs> You'll and, be okay. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta think. Yeah, fine. just like... Just like, just like, wait for him to pick up the turtle, then ambush him. It's okay. Right. Don't be a mamoni. So yeah, you know, Jorno goes to pick up the turtle, um, and then that's when uh, he ambushes him. And I'm trying to. The sequence of events goes fairly quickly. Yeah. uh, Babyface like rips his hand off, doesn't he? Yeah, so he rips his quote-unquote hand off. Yeah. But at this point, I guess Giorno just doesn't even care anymore. Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's He's so nice a lot about losing this hand. Right. Yeah. He doesn't care at all. This is also where we get a close-up of Babyface's teeth, and he has, like, weird, uh, like, triangle points. Yeah. He's got, like, zipper teeth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it sucks. It's weird. Like, okay, they make uh, me think of the Goombas from Super the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, right. a little bit. But yeah, so yeah, Babyface rips off the hand that was grabbing at the turtle and like sucks it into him. Like he does all the other stuff he cubes. And then Jordan was like, hey, dumbass, I turned my hand into a piranha. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you gotta take care of it. Watch what you put in your body. <laughs> Wait, what? And he just starts like this gross like lump just starts moving around babyface's body because there's a piranha wriggling around inside him eating him yeah and then it just chest bursts out of him and that's the end of babyface <laughs> end, of, end of episodes <laughs> yeah because the end of the episode <laughs> God. Are, you, are you still feeling horny again i really like the babyface fight but man do i hate the stuff that comes before it yeah, no, the fight itself is great. Um, and I, I love whenever Jono gets to fight just because he does the wackiest shit. Yeah, he does the wackiest shit and he doesn't get to fight that often. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 wild. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, when was his last now, fight, actually? Uh, he helped out with the man in the mirror. That's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he didn't really do much fighting there. It was mostly like, yeah, I'll let you infect me. I mostly right. poisoned myself and made a snake. <laughs> yeah yeah and then he just kind of chilled out um during the train stuff yeah um yeah then uh so we continue on to episode 18 uh where we have uh, malone chatting with um the with Giaccio. yeah Giaccio. Giaccio. um and uh well, actually, no. He's not. He's not talking with Malone. He's actually talking with the Nail Man. Yeah, I gotta look up Nail Man's name. It's gonna drive me crazy. Oh, uh, Risotto. Risotto. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. And who's who's got the Sharingan? Apparently, there's <laughs> just like a pair of rusty, bloody scissors on the ground. He looks blood. okay. I know. I don't like to judge a lot of JoJo designs. This lies like they just. Turn the edge lord all the way up on this guy. Okay. Yeah, he is the most edge lord, <laughs> right? Oh, and I guess this is this this is where the hacker happens. It wasn't last episode. Yeah, it, it's it's fine. Um, yeah. yeah. So he's like, "All right, look, if you don't do your job next time, it'll be your left eye." Because, like, really, you just need one eye and one hand to hack. You don't. It'll just take you a little right. longer, really. Yeah. Um, and then he protests, saying, "Like, look, I'm gonna like." betraying the boss like that i'll i'll get erased and he just like i don't give a shit and then we see blood splatter uh, God. risotto has the worst stand power i hate it so much <laughs> you keep saying that about different stand yeah. powers <laughs> no listen i know there's a lot of bad ones this time but oh risotto is bad to see, look they're at. all they're all very good actually yeah. it, uh risotto the fight with Risotto is going to have a lot of censorship, I think. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time Joker we had... Fans. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to remember the last time we had a bunch of Black Shadow. Uh, there was a little bit in the last fight. one with Jorno's foot. Yeah, yeah, but like, I'm so talking about like, 
yeah. people being cut in half sorts of censorship. It's, it's not nearly as, like, severe as it was in, like, Stardust Crusaders. It makes me wonder if, like, the show got moved to a later time slot or something where they can get away with more. I don't yeah. know how Japanese TV censorship works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think... Yeah, because I, I think in, like, in, in Stardust Crusaders, like, I think Vanilla Ice just, like, caused people to lose entire parts of their body. Oh, so... Right. Like Star Crusaders, it's like, oh, we have to black out all of Jotaro's head if he's smoking because you can't show kids smoking on TV. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah, we wouldn't want people to, we wouldn't want kids to think smoking was cool in this show about uh, people brutalizing each other. Right. (laughs) And tearing off limbs. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, at, at some point. Oh gosh, uh, Melanie is is like still trying to help Babyhead through the fight, even though he just got hurt really badly. Yeah, and uh, Babyface is now just kind of like completely lost his cool, and he tries to punch Jorno, and Jorno's like, "No, you're a dummy, and now I can beat you up real good." Yeah, I know rearrange, but then he but then he gets a growth spurt. He he hits puberty. He just gets puberty in his arm, though. Well, at first, and then in the rest of him. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. He kind of does a zoom punch and uh, does a karate chop that, like, cuts open Jorno's chest. Yeah, and he's like, I- I've got you. And Jorno goes after a punch, and he grabs Golden Wind's hand and is like, all right, now I've got you. Uh, and as, as we all know, whenever a villain says, I've got you now, that means they do not, in fact, have them. Right. Uh, and Jor- and Jorno's like, I've got you, fool. And Babyface falls to the ground and, like, starts writhing. Is like, what's happening to me? And yeah. Jorno says, I gave the bike, I gave the motorcycle life and had it returned to us as a hand right and so now the motorcycle is inside of Babyface. yeah and, and it's and just ba- like bits and pieces of it are like bursting out of him it's and it sucks good. for him it's pretty good yeah. like he's like trying to lift his hand he's like i can't lift my hand and he's like oh that's because there's a motorcycle in it and he's like what yeah. <laughs> right and then he's like, oh, I'll just break up and escape it. It's no big deal. And Jordan's like, you fool. Don't you realize that motorcycle was soaked in gasoline? Yeah, don't you know that motorcycles have gas in them? Yeah. And so gas starts leaking out. And it's like, also, they have spark plugs. Right. Yeah. And then he just explodes. He just explodes. Eat shit. <laughs> and you think, okay, that's the end of Babyface. But actually, right. no, there's... There's one there's one last thing that Jorno needs to do with Babyface. Uh-huh. This is the goofiest shit. <laughs> so we see we see Jorno punch Babyface again as it's on fire on fire, and Melone right. loses contact with it. Right. Melone is like, well, no big deal. That's not my actual stand. I can just go make another one. Yeah, like, and whatever. I forgot that was after, a remote stand, and I was like, oh, wait, he still has to kill this dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This yeah. sucks, and I hate it. We, right. we then see Trish and Brukarati being reconstituted from the chair and table, respectively. Yeah. Uh, and and here's where we cut to uh, Malone talking with... Um, Risotto? What's his name? With Giacha. Or Giacha, yeah. yeah. I think that's his name. Let me double-check that. But yeah, actually, so Malone notices. Yeah, uh, yeah, so Gaucho notices Malone's motorcycle. Well, now Gaucho is a South American cowboy. <laughs> Gaucho. Gaucho is Italian for ice. <laughs> right, uh, and he starts he starts ranting about how taking a leaf out of someone's book doesn't make sense to him. Right, he says like I have to leave no stone unturned and. Even take a leaf out of someone else's book in order to find them. The stone unturned part, I get that part, sure, that makes sense. But who the fuck is putting leaves in books? And he gets so mad and just yeah, yeah, throws this... a temper tantrum and starts destroying his own car over it. Yeah, this is this is the first time we get we get the hint that the the next stand user is just the Cinema Sins guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's interesting, too, because I remember when I read this, like the fan translation took this part as, like, he has to find them come hell or high water. And he was like, okay, sure, high water, that makes sense. It rains really hard, and that's hard. But how's hell supposed to come, huh? It's stuck underground. It can't come for me. And that's what he throws a tantrum <laughs> So it must just be some Japanese idiom that, like, doesn't translate well to English, and you just have to kind of yeah, take, a, take a random guess at, like, replacing yeah. an idiom that he can get mad about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to really, just really like uh, g- get through the idea that this man does not understand what a metaphor is, right? <laughs> yeah, He's so, so he, mad about it. <laughs> so he contacts Malone, and Malone's like, "Look, we need to be extra careful around the newbie. Like that dude is no joke." Uh, and and he's like, "All right, well, time to find another woman to create." a new stand with and then we get a panning shot up some woman's butt and then he licks his lips and that's bad yeah i hate him i hate him and i'm glad for what happens to him. <laughs> yeah and then and then we see see a snake go around his foot and like, yeah, like what that? and we all know how much giorno loves snakes <laughs> giorno loves snakes <laughs> yeah. this is what his third snake now yep yeah yeah, because his first one was the was the lamp he turned into a snake. Right, to get and the then bread. he created a snake so that he could use its venom to heal himself. Also, the bread snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, bread snake. Bread, yeah, right. Yeah. Bread snake is so good. <laughs> well, I love bread snake. Uh, so yeah, this is his third snake, um, and so. Uh, Melon is like, that's weird. I what's a snake doing here? And the snake just like climbs up and like lands on his shoulder. He's like, yeah. why is this snake burning? <laughs> right. Yeah. And he realizes that uh, Giorno turns the smoking pieces of the baby face baby into a snake, and it bites him on the tongue, and he dies instantly from the venom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the end of Melone, who. Yeah, good riddance. And then the yeah. snake turns into cubes. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and Jorno like senses, mm, yes, my snake has done its work. It's dark deed. <laughs> <laughs> my snake agent has finished his mission. Yeah. Jorno <laughs> would be a terror, terrifying person to make an enemy of. Yeah. Because because li- you could not trust literally anything around you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, I didn't realize I had a ha- new house plant. <laughs> it's like what you didn't re- realize that was that this house plant was a missile launcher. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very rare breed of house plant that loves the smell of blood and well, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, Risotto has found the like whatever he was looking for on the computer. And uh, forwards the information to Giacho. Um, meanwhile, they get an email from the boss uh, that Abakio needs to use Moody Blues to look at what happened inside the turtle like 14 hours ago. Yeah. I have a question uh, here. Yeah. How is there... So, Mr. Pericolo, is there like a finger or something in here? Or can Abaccio just do that from nothing? Because I'm like, wait. Maybe... I think he can just do it from nothing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. He didn't have to say, like, oh, mimic. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, that was very weird. I was like, wait, is... wait, wait, what? I, I think he just has to lo- know, like, the name of the person or something. Oh, but, but, like, what if there were two people in here? Who would Moody Blues have turned into? I don't know. Yeah. Don't worry about uh, it. <laughs> yeah. So here here we come to like maybe the most convoluted way of giving them their next instructions. <laughs> so uh, the, their capo uh, went in the turtle uh, with the express instructions to give them uh, an order of like... So the weird thing about this is is that... So he's doing it this way to prevent leaks. Right. So basically he just went into the turtle, did what he's about to do... And then I guess someone yeah. else came and got it. Yeah. So like they're giving him them the team final orders of where to how to deliver Trish, but instead of just like telling them outright through this method, he instead brings out a photo and tells them to go to a sculpture, and right. that's where they'll find the actual final order. 
But my question is, especially given what happens oh, in, saying, later yeah. in this episode, why did he just not tell them here? <laughs> yeah, there was no possible, no hacker could have gotten this information. That's a good point. Yeah, it, it makes no sense that they would go through all this effort to give them information that only a stand user could see, but then still use physical evidence that could be reconstructed. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to sell you on the idea that, oh, there's just so many hoops you have to go through because that's how many layers of security. But you're right. Like, if they just, if this was the final endpoint, then yeah, there'd be no way to compromise it. Yeah, like, if if he had just told them right here how to deliver Trish, like, he had time to do it, because he just sits here for a while burning the photograph. Right, yeah, before. he shows them a photo of a statue in Venice, uh, which has a data disk in it that will give them the location of the boss. And, uh, yeah, then he burns the photo and shoots himself in the head. Yeah, because apparently he, he knows he's been found by the enemy, so right, or, want... or that maybe he could be tortured to get the information out or whatever, yeah. Yeah, either way, he, he knows he's been compromised and it's only a matter of time before he's captured. Yeah. Uh, so he, he doesn't want to, you know, mess anything up, so he murders himself. Um, which, impressive cleanup job. Though I guess, yeah. I guess the implication is that, like, all the gore just leaves the turtle after the key is removed. Oh, I guess that's true. I, in my head, I was thinking that if Abakio had kept playing... Uh, Moody Blues would have turned into like a janitor that they sent down here to clean up. <laughs> well, I think well because because after he shoots himself, what happens is like we get a image of Moody Blues like being uh, ascending into the ceiling. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think what happened is though it's not gory because like it's still considered his living bits, so it all just yeah. like exited the turtle after oh, the key was removed. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Now, uh, now I watch it. You, what you just said makes more sense. I think what I thought it was when I watched it was he shot himself at just the right angle with a powerful enough gun that it would send him flying like <laughs> an inch upward, which like sucks him out of the turtle. That's crazy, even for JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pericola like, is a nothing if not a professional. Right, <laughs> like. T- that would have to be a powerful enough bullet that would probably just obliterate his head instantaneously. Yeah, true. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we then cut to Trish's father. <laughs> yeah, we finally get our first. Uh, Not what I was expecting from my first image of this dude. So, just God. a naked man wrapped up in a blanket, all like huddled down Under in a some desk. Yeah. 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 So like we. So here's the thing about Trish's father is that, like, they never show us actually what he looks like. All we see is his lips, right. which are, you know, very, very prominent, luscious lips yes. here. I just love this that, is... like, er- early on we got, like... Is Trish's a... father also Dio? I mean, we'll see. Uh, Fun trivia. I love that, like, early on our, we got, our, a, our like, tri- a... Are Trish and Giorno secret siblings? (laughs) Yes, 100%. No. Uh, We got, like, a vision of how, like, they were imagining the boss. It was just Giovanni from Pokemon. Yeah. And then we see the actual boss, and he's just this sexy naked man wrapped in a blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Wrapped in an Organization 13 cloak. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, the the darkness can't find you if you wear that cloak. Yeah, Yeah, he's trying to hide his scent. (laughs) Right. God. He He doesn't want Riku to smell him. (laughs) <sighs> now do you mean actual Riku or data Riku or replica Riku wait is there a de- is there a data Riku that's distinct oh, oh right you haven't gotten to that part yet <laughs> I'm only up to birth by sleep well, yeah, yeah I shouldn't say Pete more being a hacker. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get you'll get to it in recoded oh boy don't worry about it <laughs> So yeah, anyway, they're like, okay, we gotta get to the Lion Statue to get to this data disc that, you know, holds the Digimon we need to... No, the, sorry, the Monster Rancher. The Monster Rancher used data discs. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, so let's go they're... to Venice, retrieve this CD, put it in a PlayStation, the monster that it generates in Monster Rancher will tell you where the boss is located. Yeah. Uh, and so they decide to take separate vehicles, um... And uh, Giorno and uh, Mista go together. Right. And they're like, that's weird. Why are the windows on this car fogging up so quickly? And, yeah. and uh, Mista goes to, like, um, 
uh, like wipe it down, and uh, they they start like losing control. And Jarno's like, "Don't like that's weird. The tires, you know, slipped a bit." Yeah. Um, and Mister goes, G- goes to the other window. Miss, well, before that, there's a great line from Jorno where Mista asks, "Do you even have a license?" And right. Jorno says, "No, I'm only 15." <laughs> no, I'm 15. Criminals, criminals, all of them. Yeah, be gay, do crimes. Um, so Mista's like, "That's weird. What's this weird gunk stuck on the inside of the window?" Mm-hmm. And then he notices it's a finger. It's like, whose finger is that? And, and then he realizes his... that it's his finger. <sighs> yeah, that he had somehow ripped off of himself without noticing. It was such Which a seems... clean rip that he didn't even notice that he lost a finger. Which seems impossible. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> the, uh, yeah, once again, <laughs> the uh, JoJo timing rears its ugly head. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're just so used to having horrible things happen to their bodies that simply ri- ripping off a finger doesn't even it. register to them anymore. Well, I just also love that, like... It's like, you've got to at least put at least three bullets in my head before I start to register pain. I, I just love that Araki invents an excuse for how Jorno can heal any wound that happens, and then immediately starts ripping body parts off of the other oh characters. Oh god, that's right! <laughs> yeah. Oh god! It's like, I can do anything now. It's like he was sitting down and was like, man, I miss when I had Crazy Diamond and I could just do whatever I wanted to these people and then they'd be fine in the next chapter. I need to bring that back. Yeah. What, what if Giorno just like jigsaw puzzles people back together from now on? That's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's both just as effective but also more disturbing. Yeah. Um, so, he opens up the, so Jorno, like, opens up the window, um, and suddenly, like, a blizzard starts going inside the car, and so there's a photo of the thing, of the photo that they just saw burned, and that's yeah. when, that's when Gaccio starts talking, and is like, ha, you fools, we were able to reconstruct the photo that was burned. Right. Yeah, and it turns out that's what was happening on the computer. Yeah, that's what the and like he's, was doing. And, yeah, and he's on the roof of the car, uh, and we and and Jorno asks like, "Hey, Mista, shoot the roof," and we cut to Mista, who's having a real bad time of it. <laughs> a real bad day in this backseat. <laughs> like for a second, the way it's shot, I I initially thought that like his head has been had been cleaved in twain by the window, but it's just yeah. like weird shading, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, also worth remembering, he got shot in the head three times about six hours ago. True. <laughs> He's had a really bad day. Yeah, so Mista's face is stuck to the side of the window, and he's he's afraid to rip it off, which that's fair, I think. Yeah. Um, so, and he, he can't shoot bullets because... I'm not sure why he can't shoot bullets right now, actually. Yeah, I forget why, too. I'm trying to find it. That's weird. Do you have to wait for his blood to spurt again? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm, yeah, that... I'm trying to run through it and see what the excuse was. Yeah, how does how does Mist's power work again? Like, I didn't really think he needed to have things happen to was his Was it that body. his, like, hand was too cold to, like... I don't remember. Yeah, but... Yeah, eventually, like, he's able to get his blood to spurt. Right. Uh, and he shoots bullets at the at Giaccio, but Giaccio has completely frozen him, his, himself in ice to basically yeah. form an ice wall that stops the bullets, and then the gremlins start to get frozen. Yeah. Right. The gremlins are shot, and then one starts freezing, and another goes to them and also gets frozen. Um, yeah. Poor gremlins. I always worry for them. Poor gremlins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we see that, like, he's basically just, like, freezing the car, and Mista blinks, and his eyelashes have now been frozen together. Yeah. Uh, and they say something about, like, the car is now at, like, minus 20 degrees Celsius. Oh, yeah. Right. Jordo goes into a whole feeling, oh, well, we're traveling at a, so, such a speed that every, every 
mile we travel, we're going down minus. Yeah, yeah. so the yeah, relative. Explain the concept of wind chill yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah, which. Yeah, the car is going at 80 miles per hour, um, 80 kilometers per hour, which is, which is the same thing as being stuck in wind blowing at 20 meters per second. The effective temperature <laughs> drops by 1 degree Celsius for every meter of wind velocity. So we're currently freezing at minus 20 degrees Celsius. Which, it's impressive that Giorno can do that math like he's in per, such yeah. a stressful situation. Yeah, he's very like good he, at math. He's really missed his calling. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I've been trying to stop the car, but the brake pedal is frozen. Yeah. And then Vista is like, like, I don't know, Vista, like, very straightforward, is like, remember how you turned those cars into frogs? He, like, turned this car into a frog. Right, and Jorah's explaining that, yeah, no, it's too cold, no life can be born in this temperature. I really love that wrinkle. I'm like, oh, yeah, Yeah. it's one of those things that makes perfect sense, and it's also ridiculous. Well, there's some bacteria that can live, but they probably wouldn't be very helpful. yeah. And it is impressive to me that, like, listen, like, a bad guy with ice powers is a very common thing mm-hmm. in anime and stuff. The fact that he manages to mine so much, like, horror out of this when it's such a, like, like bog-standard trope is, is good. Yeah, yeah. And, like, especially because, like, during, especially with what Mist is going through, because, like, his nostrils right. and lips start to freeze together so he can't breathe anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I really love the effect on the car, where it's just like it looks like a bunch of dry ice is just like sitting on it, like yeah, or actually more like liquid nitrogen. It's like liquid nitrogen falling off of the car, right? And it's like Mister, like the the blood that's spurted out of his finger, like flash froze, and he has like a blood finger now. Yeah. Also, like in the middle of this, Gaccio just starts to talk about how. Oh god, you know when he says I, I alright, so I'm just gonna like literally yeah. say what he says. No, it's important. So, he says, You know in Paris, France you know in Paris, France, in English they pronounce it Paris. Uh but everyone else in pronounces it without the S sound, like the French do. Right. Paris. But Paris. But with Venezia, everyone pronounces it the everyone pronounces it the English English way. Venice. Like the merchant of Venice and Death in Venice. Yeah. Why, though? Why isn't the title Death in Venezia? <laughs> yeah. Are you friggin' mocking me? It takes place in Italy, so use the Italian word, damn it. <laughs> I mean... Bunch of dumbasses. Valid point. Not sure why you're bringing it up now. I hate the thing his lips do when he does that. Yeah. Like, his mouth yeah. makes a very... I don't like the shape it makes. Yeah. Rocky likes faces. <laughs> he likes doing yeah. face stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah, so Giorno Giorno then says, like, okay, look, my gold experience needs heat. Uh, so all I can do right now is give you these bullets. And Mista's like, I understand. Right. Some great Mista teamwork solves here. the adventure game. Yeah. I'll use the chicken with the pulley. Uh, I'll use the... This- the bread snake to dip the bread. Yeah, yeah so Mr. Shot is JoJo's adventure, like, text adventure would be impossible. It would. It really would. You you, you would have to use everything on everything else to yeah. make any progress. What You'd is the significance of this ladybug pin? <laughs> oh, I had to turn uh, it into my own eye. Yeah, okay. okay, of course, yeah. Yeah, so so Mista shoots the bullets, and he's like, ah, yes, when I fire bullets, they heat up. Um, right. So that way, Giorno can create life from the bullets, because he touched them. Yes. And that, and then, because Giorno can't move his lips anymore, uh, Vista says his catchphrase, golden experience. Right. <laughs> Very good. Is that how this works? Yeah. And and that co- and yeah, you gotta say your catchphrase, and that causes the. Well, that's just the fact that Mister can say it to make golden experience happen. Golden experience. Sure. Yes. And so that causes the bulls to turn into roots, which then break up the ice because roots are very strong. Right. And yeah, so Gyacho gets thrown off the car, and it immediately starts thawing out, and he just kind of like skids along the road. 
This episode is so you know this episode is good because they play the the gotcha JoJo theme like twice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, uh, but he's not down and out yet because he uses right. his ice powers to make like this really funky like common rider armor. Yeah, we we finally get to see his actual stand, which is a suit of armor that he wears with ice skates called the White Album. Yeah, oh god, I forgot it was called the White Album. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he starts skating after them. Um, he missed a try shooting him, but the armor is so strong that the bullets just, like, smash against the armor and don't do any damage. Yeah. Uh, so instead, Mista has Sex Pistols, like, jam some bullets under his skates. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't need to break your armor, I can just make you not be able to skate well anymore. <laughs> right. Also, he just just totally wipes out. And Mista has like a really good uh, one-liner too. Uh, Let me see. Let me see if I can find where it is. Your face will be well acquainted with it at the speed you're going. Right. I want you to share a passive kiss with the asphalt. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's really good. Uh, But Gyacho flash freezes like the trail of exhaust coming out of the car's exhaust pipe. And, like, climbs it like a rope to catch back up to the car. Yeah, at which point Jono's like, don't worry, I got this. I'm just gonna drive us into the lake. Right. Mrs. like, wait, what? (laughs) Trust me. And then the video, uh, yeah, then the episode ends with Jono just, like, running off a bridge. Right. Just a Dukes of Hazard ass ending. (laughs) How are those Bukharati boys gonna get out of this one? <laughs> so yeah, and that's the end of episode eighteen. I really, I really like the ice stand. Like, I really like White Album actually. Yeah, it's White a, Album's a cool, cool bad guy. Well, it's 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 a really simple stand compared to the ones we've gotten so far. But uh, like, uh, Araki is clever enough to be able to use ice in a variety of ways. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Also, uh, it's cool having a car battle. That's that's a. You know, interesting yeah, having like a car chase is, yeah. is cool, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that, you know, driving into the giant body of water will stop this ice man <laughs> right in his tracks. Yeah, I, I'm i very curious to see what Giorno has planned, because he clearly knows what he's doing, but also it seems right. like the water is the last place you'd want to fight a man who can turn things into ice. Yeah, yeah. God, and they renamed it to White Ice in English. That's such a bad name. That's so boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you have to change the name, like, go goofy with it at least. You know, they didn't even have to change that because there's like many White Albums. It's not. Yeah. None of this. Of course, there's a Weezer's White Album. <laughs> I I can imagine a situation where like a legal team would be like, sure, you know. Most of these are actually fine to use, but if you have all of them, each individual one gives credence to a potential lawsuit to every other one. Because, like, sure, Babyface on its own is nothing, but when you can also point out there's Babyface and White Album, well, okay, those two kind of support each other's arguments, you know? I think yeah, it's more like they just don't so. trust whoever's in charge. Of this. Like, no, you can't do any of them. I don't trust... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I, like, listen, I am sure the legal team from whoever, like... Crunchyroll or whoever else is like, listen, absolutely not. We are not risking anyone raising a stink about this. Not even once, I guess. Like, I my mean, guess you, would be that they wouldn't you, really have much legal standing in court, because, like, it's nothing. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, just a it, reference, but it's so many potential lawsuits from so many angles, and it's like, no, nope, it's not worth the risk. Yeah, but on the other hand, like, you'd think that, you know, if it were actually an issue, that the manga would have faced that issue already. Yeah, but the manga has to deal with Japanese copyright law, which I think oh. is laxer in this, like, sense. Uh, but okay, yeah, that's a good question. Was the was the does the English manga also? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, because like the video games okay. use all these same names also. All right. If the English manga does the same way, okay, I, I can see that. If the yeah. co- if the trademark laws are different. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, surely you could have come up with something better than White Ice. Call, call him White Volume, you know? Yeah, yeah, Give him some kind of name. Uh, but yeah, no, this was, 
Uh, aside from the very beginning of episode 17, this was yeah. a good set of episodes. Yeah, and if if my memory serves right, like, it is all just, like, cool from here to the end of the, like, series. Nice. Yeah, and Jorno got to do a lot of good stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, they're, they're getting very close to meeting the boss. There's going to be yeah. cool stuff with Trish. It's all yeah. it's all very good. Yeah, I'm yeah, really I, I looking. Ha- I'm really looking forward to seeing what Trish's stand will do. Oh, Trish's stand is so good. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, I, I so I was half correct about um, who would do the fighting in in this next couple episodes. I yeah. I was correct that Jorno was there. I was not correct that um, the the trash boy. Uh, What's his name? Narancia. Yeah, would help him out. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it turns out that Mista got to go again. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm getting the sense that Rocky just likes Mista, and you know what? I like Mista I too. <laughs> yeah, like when when Mista is not fantasizing about motorboating Trish, like right. he's he's good. Yeah, I love Aqualad. <laughs> There's just something very satisfying about those guys kicking a bullet, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is. Great. Yeah, it's a great power. Um, uh, it also, also, it can it, also because part of the stand is an inanimate object. It can interact with Jorno's stand in a variety of like interesting ways. Right. Yeah. Un- unlike just, the other yeah, stand he can, users, he can hit the bullets with gold experience and do shit. It's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll do it for this episode of Jojo's Bizarre Rewatch, I believe. Uh, if you'd like to leave us uh, comments or questions, um, I, sh- I should actually just start uh, trolling Twitter because that seems to work better. Just like saying, "Hey, uh, hey, y'all, we're gonna be recording an episode of JoJo's. Want to ask us something about JoJo's?" <laughs> I just start doing that. Um, yeah. That's how all the cool kids do it these yeah. days. Um, but yeah, uh, you can you can also uh, message me on Twitter at Stills the GM. And you can message me at DeathSlinky. Uh, you can message me at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find me on Twitter at Serious Tiberius. Please don't message me. <laughs> <laughs> don't at stay, me. stay out of my DMs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, next uh, next time we will be talking about episodes uh, nineteen and twenty. And as always, everybody, stay horny. <laughs>